Welcome back to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. Oh, this is spooky season. This is our third edition of the Halloween of our Halloween episodes. We do them. We're gonna do them every year. Yeah, you know, the, for as long as Criterion will let us. The spooky season's coming in like a green mist. Oh like, yeah, ready to go know? up your skirt and uh, yeah, start and, doing strange things to you and be gone by dawn. And uh, so I'm one of your hosts. Just to <laughs> just to let you know that I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia. And also with me, I have Armando Arvisa here. And what do we do besides become mist in the night? Well, well besides that, what we like to do is um, we like to watch films that are on the Criterion Collection. And then one of us will bring a film that we believe belongs in the collection as well. And then we're theming it for like horror movies or Halloween season for these episodes. And Mondo, it's your episode. What are we speaking of? What are we howling about? Yeah. Ooh. What are we sucking on? Yeah, we're looking at that big old moon in the sky this 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 episode with uh, from Criterion's Laserdisc, Dracula 1992. And I'm bringing Near Dark from 1987. Yeah, and for those who don't know, again, we, we like to count, obviously, the laser discs are canon. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula uh, is, is they, on laser discs. What, I think they like, taken that off now, you know? I still am going to call it the whole but thing. But it is, Bram, when, it, when it was released, it was Bram Stoker's Dracula. I'm going to call it Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> it's not a wine he's selling. And who's, and who's in this, Mondo? Who's oh, yeah. in um, Dracula? Yeah, so we got uh, Gary Oldman. Uh, Winona Ryder, uh, Anthony Hopkins, Keanu Reeves, we got Richard E. Grant, and uh, Sadie Frost, among a plethora of other characters or actors. Yeah, there's a few more, a few yeah. more that you'd recognize uh, in there who don't have like two major roles, but yeah. you know, like Tom Watts, <clears throat> oh, Tom Carrie, Waits, Tom Waits, sorry, Carrie Ellis, El Ellis, uh, the Princess Bride. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wesley. Wesley, yes, yeah. yes. He's in this. And he then, is in uh, this. Rocketeer, you said? The guy who played the Rocketeer, yeah. yeah. He's also in this, and that is... Oh, Billy Campbell, that's right. Yeah. You might also know him from the remake of The Killing, <laughs> that show. Those, anyway. Um, he was in that? Yeah, he was. He, oh, wow. he Yeah, he's a big part of it. It's a good show. Yeah. So, so Check it out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Love Never Dies, when Dracula leaves the captive Jonathan Harker in Transylvania for London in search of Mina Harker. The... The recreation of uh, Dracula's long dead uh, wife, Elizabetta, uh, <laughs> obsessed vampire, uh-huh. uh, obsessed vampire hunter, Doctor Van Helsing sets out to end the madness, and that's from Letterboxd. Yeah, we're so, not doing IMDb anymore. Yeah, we're, we're doing going, We're going full Letterboxd. <clears throat> so Letterboxd, if you're listening, which whatever that could possibly mean, yeah, please sponsor us. Yeah, sponsor us. Do something. Yeah, somebody, somebody, email Letterboxd for us. Let them know. Yeah. Let them know we're calling not in a good way though. We're calling them out in a good way. Yeah. Um, We're looking for sponsorship. Again, just want to emphasize, you're not going to be able to find this on Criterion because uh, it's a laser disc, it's laser and those disc. are usually out of print. They, they've been starting to put a lot of them back uh, lately, but I think this has like a bunch of editions, right? Dracula? Uh, yeah, it always gets, um, you know, there's a 4K edition coming out, or is out already, I think. And that was something we were actually talking about. Not Not necessarily that, but that, you know, now it's sort of getting like a new like set of legs new yeah. life people uh, yeah, are starting I to think, like it uh, yeah people are going back to this uh, movie because it's probably one of the better ap- adaptations of bram Stoker's dracula yes yeah absolutely yeah. i will agree i mean i you know i obviously haven't seen every single one yeah. but i will say that this is i mean you know there was one note that i wrote down and not because i didn't have any notes but i just wrote down um the production design goes hard <laughs> <laughs> it does it really does like the whole like uh the beginning of this film really like i don't know why i was never really why this film like really didn't like um uh, capture my attention or like you know before like because when i sat down and watched it this time i was like shit like that's like the best like the way this film begins is like it really like draws you in like you know to this whole world like it's like uh you know where like it's like was it the 14th century or something where, right where transylvania started, yeah right. in transylvania and like um uh dracula he's uh or val val valid or whatever his uh, real name. Like vlad vlad, vlad yeah. yeah uh yeah you know and he's in that like crazy um uh like um yeah that, like, that really great costume that that yeah. red um the uh, armor yeah, yeah the armor has. Yeah. you know and like he's going he goes out which makes him look war. like a devil yeah. And he's fighting for God, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah, you know, and that's the whole thing too. He's all about God. You know? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Fighting he's super for religious. Their, like religious, like reasonings. You know, 
and then when he stabs the cross in the middle like you know and the blood is just coming out and like Winona Ryder's just like laying there like dead yeah it's wild yeah, it's, it's really um uh barbaric yeah like a lot I, of the scenes yeah but, but but that's a good thing yeah. like it feels very like uh like just you're just like it's frightening it really brings you into this world like you yeah. know like there's no like really like like weird distractions that like new movies have you know it still feels like you know they're really trying to make something and not like and it like in film is like you know it's perfect but it's imperfect and that what makes it like makes it look so good you know like and like i don't know we keep i keep on saying this like movies look just look too like stale and like too like glossy like for for i don't know for what i want to see you know like no yeah that's true that's a lot of like, movies are like unfortunately like a lot of straight to like netflix films and things yeah, like that they just kind like, of they have like a flat look yeah how the the crane shots are just way too smooth and like you know just like everything like this movie like really like you feel like you feel like francis ford coppola is really behind the camera doing something you know right or yes. like, and he has this whole team that is like really working to bring this like script to life you know yeah it's it's it like you know like we said the production design and all the practical effects that they use it just it, it's a lot better than you know something where you see this whole cgi kind of world where yeah. you know the castle would have been complete cgi and and everything yeah. that counter reeves touches and does would have been like fake it would have been all green screen and here they do a lot of models you know miniatures different yeah. things like that they're really they're able to capture like these kind of great scenes, especially like in the train. Counter Reeves is in the train. They did like a miniature train to go like by um, and to make it look like it's in the background. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like it's high, it's like the top of his notebook. I think you can see, yeah. and he's riding it, and you see like the train go by on the top yeah, of it. Yeah. And I think that like the way they shot that was very practical, or, yeah, as opposed to just when you know, he's reading the letter from right. Dracula and like uh, like his the uh, Dracula's like eyes appear behind like the oh mountains yeah, yeah. And stuff and like just like. You know, like they appear and like kind of like dissolve too. Like it's like that's like crazy. Like no, yeah. One, and the no lighting one... switches up so that you can focus on the eyes. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you're focused on Keanu Reeves, and then it yeah. goes dark in in that in the train, yeah. and then you can see those it, eyes. Yeah, they know how to draw your eye to what they want you to see. You know, like and if it was CGI and all that stuff, it would just not like it would just look too like clean. Like how like how I was saying, like it just looks like yeah, it would look silly. Yeah, it would like yeah, it's like it's you know it, just because we had watched it recently, but like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, how we talked about how that really feel you can feel the texture of that. Yeah, you know yeah. of that of that movie, you can feel yeah. like you know the sweat and the blood and like all the bones and things. You can feel yeah, that the when grime you watch on it. the walls, yeah. you know, and like, that's what this feels like. Even though it's 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 still fantastical, more like kind of uh, bigger yeah, than yeah. than Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it still has that that grime to it. Where, yeah. like, you just, you can feel, like, him lick the blood off that blade. And you're just oh, like, oh, yeah. Like, it's just, it, it's very uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, and I, and I, same with me, when I first saw this film, I never really took anything from it. I was like, oh, okay, like, Keanu Reeves is just doing a bad accent. You know, yeah. back then, that's what I thought. And I was like, oh, yeah, Gary Oldman just has, a like, this really crazy hair. <laughs> <laughs> but he only has it for, like, a little while. Like, you just remember yeah. that probably because it's just the it's, Simpsons, it's, you know? And it's from the Simpsons, make, and yes. And it's easy to make fun of. Like, it's and just, it's just very memorable. You make yeah. fun of it. I think it's probably been made fun of in other things, too. But yeah. the Simpsons, for sure, why I remember oh, yeah, it the most. yeah, probably Dracula did in loving it, right? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> Leslie yeah. Nielsen must have had that hair. In that. I believe so. <laughs> Actually, yes. Yeah. So that that's what you should have brought, yeah. not near dark. <laughs> But yeah, like, I don't know, you feel like this, like, the lure of, like, uh, vampires, you know? And there's not a bunch of them, really, you know? There's, like, they're, like, the the people that are vampires, like, are his slaves, you know? They're not, like, just, like, these people just running around, like, and killing right. and stuff, like, you know? Like, yeah. He's really, like, uh, he's, like, uh, well, Dracula, uh, uh, Gary Oldman, you know, he's, like, in power of, like, these people, like, you know, he's, like, the one that goes out and, like, you know, like and does the killing and stuff like that and like you know can kind of make people do what he wants you know and get in their minds which he does when he sees that Keanu Reeves is mar gonna marry the incarnation of his dead wife you know you know what looks like Winona Ryder yeah so well, Gary Oldman was with his wife before she ended up killing herself because she thought he was dead yeah and so he that's why he denounced God mm -hmm. I don't know if we really mentioned that but that's why he does all that denouncing God and becomes yeah. basically Dracula mm -hmm. and he like drinks the blood of uh, that comes out of the cross yeah and he kills himself uh, or no he just know. it just makes him kind of turn into Dracula yeah just yeah like, it, I don't know this weird it power. does something to yeah. him but yeah, but he ends up being Dracula and so now he's all old and he's kind he's of like Gary Oldman. he's like yeah he's yeah he's not gary youngman anymore he's gary oldman yeah and but he's i don't i mean i guess he's not necessarily dying he just needs um 
I don't know, because he, he, he is moving to London because he's going to start taking over. He's going to start taking over London, right? That seems like the plan. Yeah, they don't really say, but there's like a little trivia, I guess, in the book. Or it says what, it, what in the books uh, like uh, of Dracula. It tells you that, yeah, he has like all these places that he can sleep and like, you know, rejuvenate his power and stuff like that. Gotcha. So that's what he's kind of doing. Yeah, like yeah. That. But yeah, they never say it in the movie why he's buying up these properties in London. Right, but then he realizes that Keanu Reeves' wife, soon-to-be yeah. wife, looks exactly like his old wife. Yeah. And that's how, you know, that. and this movie is about love. It's about true yeah, love. Yeah, and love never, uh, love never dies. Uh, love never dies. And what you usually do in order to make sure that, it, even if it's not your wife, even if she just looks like her, seduce her anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Steal her away from her husband and just know that true love never dies. Because <laughs> that's just really, I mean, it's really crazy that that's, you know, I get it. She looks like him, but, yeah. you know. Like it's, her. It looks like her, sorry. But it's not, it's not like her. They. You, you can't, you can't just, you know, you can't just, I mean, I know he's Dracula and he can do whatever he wants, yeah. but you know, it's kind of, but, but, at, but what's crazy is that it ends up being that she really realized that she is sort of her, right? That, that, yeah, that like she really like, is that incarnation of her, that, yeah, that she, like has she has those feelings old, for her. like uh, memories and they're kind of, and he's yeah. bringing them back to her, mm-hmm. but that might just be part of the dracula's spell or exactly like, you know like tricks. it's like uh, his manipulation implanting these memories in her you know that she oh yeah i remember that like you know so like because he's really like getting into her mind and stuff and like talking to her. he's like he's like oh you'll see um oh you'll see me oh you'll look back like you know like mm-hmm. so it's like kind of like a mind trick so i don't know if it really is that she is this person but you know I mean, I don't know why it's it hasn't been... It's kind of been, your own interpretation, I guess. Not really sure how, why it hasn't been done yet, but we're going to do it here tonight. We're canceling Dracula. <laughs> Can you believe this guy? What he's done? What he's going around doing to, to women? I don't I don't like it. Get him. Uh, can't stop him. <laughs> <laughs> Ban this book from... Uh, Francis Ford Coppola? I don't know. The People probably don't or read. Stoker. <laughs> people don't read, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, uh, yeah, the, it's, it's a really great because again yeah i I don't i don't think i'm ever gonna see a dracula as good as this yeah right as like like, um you know and and we talked about the writer how he wrote uh hook and he wrote some other kind of like bigger kind of fantastic you said tomb raider right (laughs) yes he also wrote tomb raider but they're they're like kind of you know they're like big movies like fantastical yeah with big elements that go on kind of epic kind of very uh, epic you know that have uh sort of love stories a typical love story in yeah. it you know these typical heroes in it you know just not not nothing too crazy nothing too deep just very simple you know the simple hero's tale yeah love right? never dies exactly which is you know? and that and that was kind of great to see it was like oh that's cool that he can sort of make something that is still that but also very dark mm-hmm. you know the same thing with coppola behind the camera yeah where they can keep that balance of making sure that it doesn't ever tiptoe into too kind of fantastical and funky or like too dark and too like ooh like you know what I mean? It it, it, it yeah, it's never goofy or yeah. kind of like uh, I don't know campy or anything. I don't know, maybe a little a little a bit, tad, but not. I mean, when once Anthony Hopkins starts hopping around, they're like a <laughs> like a maniac. I'm like I don't know. I was just along for the ride, you know. So I wasn't yeah, really yeah. like thinking like I wasn't really laughing at anything. Like even like the big one of the big things about this film too is this adaptation is keanu reeves like oh why did they get keanu reeves yeah that, that seems to be like a, a problem terrible like accent like why is he doing this it's like garbage but honestly i had no problem with keanu reeves in this film at all like at all like nothing like he was saying made me laugh or kind of like snicker at what he was doing you know like he's like he's a young guy but he doesn't sound like so like i don't know like bro or like surfer you know like it doesn't i don't know it really didn't come off to me like that at all like you know and i don't i don't know what did you think about well I, his I, voice yeah yeah no I, I i agree it, it was something that probably bothered me before even though you know i just remember thinking it was funny when yeah. i first saw the film of you know a while back but mm-hmm. yeah this time once it came around it there you know there was one time that he did say some a few things that kind of sounded funny but not in like a it, like i said like you said it didn't take me out of it it didn't make me go like oh man this guy doesn't know yeah, how to make an accent really or whatever guy. it was nothing like that at all i actually it was actually fine. It made sense for the character. I didn't really need yeah. him to be. You know what I mean? I don't know. It was fine. It was. It, and he's you know. not really like a main main character. I mean, like he is for a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, it's mostly on Gary Oldman and 
Yeah. Kind of gale, like, and, well, yeah. and then also, yeah, because at one point you even hear Anthony Hopkins say, so, and then this is when I took over. like, <laughs> And he just pops in. Yeah. Yeah, he like says that as a voiceover. I think he's like writing it in a... You know, I think Anthony Hopkins is more funny in this movie than anything. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, that's... He's just I mean, like all over the place. He's like, you know, he's like, now we're just going to uh, rip her heart out and cut off her head. You yeah, know? Like, he's like a maniac. Yeah. Like he, He's a literal maniac. Yeah, and he's a lunatic, yeah. And it's uh, the character of Van Helsing will never be portrayed as well as it has been here. By Sir Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So where was his Oscar then, Academy? Huh? Yeah. This man can play a madman. But he was really, uh, he was just like really enjoyable. Like it was just a fun character, like for like Van Hel- like Van Helsing's character that uh, how Anthony Hopkins portrayed him. Like just is kind of this like kind of like no like BS kind of guy. He's just gonna you know he's been through all this kind of and he's still like he's chasing he's been chasing Dracula like all his life. It feels like you know. Yeah, and he knows what he has to do. He's yeah. not gonna like sugarcoat it for anybody. Yeah. He does, it does, he doesn't care. He's just yeah. like yeah, we're gonna have to stab we, these things. This is what in the we heart. have to do yeah. like to get him. Like you know like there's nothing else like. Yeah, because he's just an old hand at all these things. So, but he also knows that you know he's got it's you got to show him too. You have to like you know that's yeah. why he took him down to the tomb. You know yeah. what I mean? Like let him see that she you know that that woman who eventually the friend of Winona Ryder eventually yeah, becomes um, a vampire. Was it Lucy? Lucy. Yeah. And yeah, so they're they're gonna go down there and chop off her head, mm-hmm. and she's not in the tomb. Yeah. And then they hear her come down the stairs, which is with a really the, with crazy a child. Yeah, with a little child yeah. that she obviously stole from a house somewhere. I liked that element too, where they want like. They don't want old blood. They want like young, like you know, baby's blood. You know, just well, like yeah. just like the Republicans or Democrats I mean, or whoever it is. Yeah, <laughs> probably both of them, yeah. both sides. But yeah, all the, mostly rich people. Well, Bill Clinton. Right? Yeah, yeah, all the Eps- yeah. all the Epstein's and yeah. all those. But that's kind of, I mean, that's sort of something that happens in Near Dark as well, right? It feels like they don't want to just eat old people. That they're it's just like kind of younger people. I mean, they don't really uh, make a thing of it. But I don't know. I don't like, know why yeah, didn't he eat they, that old guy at the? Well, we can get into it later, yeah, but. Yeah. But uh, with Bram Stoker's Dracul, yeah. la. But you want fresh blood, I guess, you know? Like, of course, right? yeah. So, and, and that's the thing. I'm sure when you first become a vampire, you need fresh blood. Yeah. You know, you need the virgin blood. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I mean, that's what I've read. Yeah. That's usually what Bram Stoker's, that is the email list. That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, right. But um, was she, like, was Lucy already married by when uh, Dracula, like, turns her? Or she's about to get married. She has not been married yet. No. Okay, so she's still uh, virtuous, as they say. And then, yes, and that time that means she's still a virgin. Yes, yeah, she has not so, consummated the marriage, so yeah. she yeah she's not yeah. um yeah because they both talk about that they both are yeah 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 and um yeah so that's why I guess that makes sense and he didn't want to just um like do that to Winona Ryder. He wants to like win and win her love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't want to just barbarically still, attack her. Uh, implanting uh, these memories. Of in course, her, but, yeah. You know. Still like a psychopath, but I'm saying like he didn't just attack her in the garden uh, as a wolf. You know, oh, he attacked her, all right? <laughs> well, yeah. not Winona Ryder. Yeah, Lucy. yeah, yeah. Lucy, which you know is very unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, this Dracula guy is a real bad guy. Stay away from him, ladies. Uh, don't fall for his traps. He's a really bad guy. He seems romantic. Yeah. Because Gary Oldman is great in this. Yeah, he we is. We just talking yeah. about like a lot of the acting. We were yeah. talking about. Well, actually, we already talked about it. But Gary Oldman is could have been goofy as fuck in this. Yeah, it right? could have been like a very like it's not it's not over the top as much as it sort of is. It, it, it's well, I mean, because like I think we're remembering more of the parody of you know of, of it when it came out. You know, yeah, because that's always like yeah, you remember that more kind of because I didn't really see it until a little later. You know, I didn't see it when it came out. I was like seven, eight when this came out. Whatever. Yeah, I didn't see it till. But yeah, but wow. you remember like the parodies of all of it, and so that what's that kind of informs like, oh, that's how Gary Oldman was acting. Like you know, he was like way way over the top and doing all this and stuff like that. But he's really not. You know, he's really like uh, he's making it like obviously he's making a choice, but he's really like you know bringing something else to it that I don't know. I don't think we'd really saw before. You know. And yeah. people didn't really maybe appreciate at the time, you know, but I'm here to appreciate it now. <laughs> and it, well, yeah, it seems like a lot of people are, which is yeah. great because also, yeah, it's like it, you, he's scary because you know that he is in love with her mm-hmm. and that he is going to do anything that he can yeah. to get her. And if you're uh, Keanu Reeves, you should be scared shitless. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he's not. Well, it didn't seem like he is really. Yeah. <laughs> He's just kind of walking around the castle doing things that he just told him literally don't do because you're going to die. I'm the only one who's going to protect you if you just stay in this room. And he's just like, yeah, let me just go walk around. But yeah, he doesn't seem like he's too scared. So, yeah. you know, he should be, though. But I guess he didn't really know that he was going for 
his wife. Well, he did. Well, he that wasn't. I don't know if that was a plan before or just like right, right, right. Just part of the. He knew or he didn't know, right? You know, it's you know what this, you know, really what this, say, like you know what these questions only bring make it make me think of is that I gotta read the book. I should read the book. Yeah. Bram Stoker's Dracula. You know what I mean? By Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> By Francis Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. Dracula two thousand. That's an awful movie. Yeah. What do you want to do? You want to do last thoughts? Uh yeah, I guess we on can. Francis get Ford into... Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll go you wanna go? Uh, yeah, I can. Yeah, go. Um Bram Stoker's no Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula 2000 I think is um, probably one of if not the best Dracula movie ever made and of course I'm gonna have to watch all of them to be able to say something like that but you know I'm gonna declare it anyway because I had a lot of fun with this one the way it looks the production design I mean the acting even though a lot of people like hated on it but again I feel like it's getting that new love it's getting Mm -hmm. getting that new wave of love and so, and it's also actually really, you know, obviously not scary, but it, it is like frightening. It is sort of, a, it, it invokes emotions that a lot of, you know, uh, horror films don't for me. You know what yeah. I mean? Where I'm just like, ooh, like this is like, you know, this is, this feels uncomfortable. This feels like, and not in like a... a yeah, it a, made my skin crawl a little bit. Yeah, you know? and not in like a saw way where it's like trying to make you really uncomfortable by making things just really gory and, you know, horrible. Yeah. It's literally with like feeling and just sort of like the way... That things are just, you know, it's just really weird and 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 just weird. It's yeah. just so weird in like the most in the scariest way, and not a fun way. You know what I mean? But it was a fun watch. It definitely was. Yeah. It was a really fun yeah. watch, and it was just, you know, it was a, it was actually a good amount of time. There was a there was a part of me that was like, ah, it might be too long, but no, <clears throat> it actually. I don't think I could see anything that I would want them to cut out. Like all that makes sense for the story. You want to see that love story unfold. You know what I mean? You kind of want to see that that take its time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we just watched uh, the Merry Saints of the Sopranos, and yeah, they do a lot less in probably the same amount of time Dracula is. You yeah, know, exactly. Like, in, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that yeah, that's that's a perfect example. Even though they're two totally different movies, but it's a perfect example of but using the length. You know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Using the length and and actually telling a story and yeah. using all that time to actually do something and not just make little moments yeah to actually make moments that actually connect with something so this is uh this is a five star so again we do uh you know zero to five is our rating and this is a five this is a five suck film for me um this is five sucks to the neck straight up uh it is yeah it's it's really it you know i always thought the big three for francis ford coppola for me were uh the two godfathers and and, now? No, no, in the conversation. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But you know, I, I don't know. I, I think the conversation might be a little by, edged out. By yeah, this? by this. Wow. this I, that's I, crazy. I, it just really. That's a big. Uh, yeah. I, they need to put it out. Criteria needs to put it out again. Yeah, I want right. It. They really I, do. I hunger for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's my rating for it. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much else. Much more what I can say. I don't know that it make any sense, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, the beginning, like, just like grabbed, totally grabbed me. Like, it was like, dude, this like, the beginning is like totally insane in like the best way possible. Like, it just like, like really took me on this like uh, journey, you know. And it, and the whole time I was watching, I was like, I just want to see this in the theater, you know, like yeah, in a dark theater, yeah. and just feel like you know, like it dark all around me. And another thing too is that, you know, like the Universal Dracula, where it's like, you know, like almost the cape is the performance, you know. Uh huh. Then he never has a cape in this movie, huh? Like where he just like kind of like. I mean, yeah, when he has that long red rope thing is kind of his cape when he's crawling yeah. on the wall, and he he kind of does the thing where he like spins it and yeah. disappears. Oh, okay. So it's kind of for a little bit, uh, okay. for a while, right. but yeah, not completely. Yeah, but it wasn't like yeah, it really did. But it wasn't. I guess else. it wasn't a cape. It was just a really long robe, nightgown. Like, right, like, yeah, like a like a mumu or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nightgown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it really like it made like dracula like you know not the typical dracula like we probably thought of then you know like from the universal monster dracula you know where he just always like showing his teeth and like hissing and like stuff like that where like like uh gary oldman was like really this other like you know like brought a different you know it's like uh how stupid this might be as an example but like you know when you think of the joker like you you know you don't think of the joker other than heath ledger now but before that you're like everyone was just so like oh this is stupid this is like Mm -hmm. why is he gonna be the joker but like i mean i mean 
Gary Oldman really brought something else to Dracula, I think. that Yeah, well, and Bela Lugosi, right, is, yeah, the, is the original, the yeah. first Dracula that mm-hmm. we were talking about? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, so, one, yeah. Yeah, it's a totally different, even though I'm sure a lot of people still probably would consider Bela Lugosi as, like, the best Dracula, yeah, just yeah. as, like, because, you know, he's the original. But I, you're right, it's like a, Gary Oldman sort of revamped it. Yeah, it's in, like a totally a different, way. like, you know, yeah. it's not, like, it's not harking on, like, the past, you know? Like, it's really bringing, he brought his, like, you know, Gary Owen's a great actor, so he's going to do something with this character, you know? Yeah. If he didn't want to do this, you know? But yeah, I mean, I give it a. Get a four old uh, Dracula robes. Yeah. I love four moomoos. Four moomoos. Four yeah. red moomoos. Yeah. Really long moomoos, mm-hmm. which, uh, which is fine. If that's what you'd like to wear, they're comfy. I'm not making fun of them. I'm hey, just. He was at saying, home. It was late at night. What yeah. He wants to be comfortable. He's an old guy, you know? You he want to make. He already had dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he just blow-dried his hair, too, and everything. He was yeah. ready for bed, so yeah. I get it. It's fine. He looks good. <laughs> Everybody, if you haven't seen Dracula, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, Criterion, let's get this released. Come on. Man. Yeah, let's let's put it on the Blu-ray. Let's put it on the 4K. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, we should go try to find it in theaters. I'm sure it's playing somewhere. Yeah. Um, check it out. Um, everyone's, you guys join us. Yeah. <laughs> Mondo, what do we got next for this spook fest? Ooh, we got some or for this for this vampire fest. Actually, yeah, this, yeah, it's, this it's, is a, actually, it's a night neck episode. Yeah, uh, creatures of the night. Uh, <laughs> Miss only... up the skirt. <laughs> <laughs> only because that happens in the movie. I'm just joking. Yeah. Obviously, everyone listening, please know this. It's just uh, a joke. No, Jordan, I took that very seriously. We don't I'm, want. I'm not sure. We want no mist of any <laughs> sort of pants or skirts or anything. Mm. That's why I'm saying Dracula's a bad guy. Anyway, sorry about that. What are we? What are we talking about next? Yeah, What'd you bring uh, yeah, we're getting more. Uh, we're getting real deep into the neck. <laughs> another bite. Another bite. Yeah, we're gonna be necking this whole episode. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm bringing Near Dark from 1987, uh, directed by uh, uh, Catherine Boogaloo. <laughs> Bigelow. I'm we should sorry. try to do that for the other Francis. Uh, never mind. Keep going. <laughs> So yeah, uh, so amid, uh, so if you haven't uh, seen Near Dark, uh, I'll, we'll give you a little. I'll give you a little synopsis about it. Also from Lettered Box, please sponsor us. Thank you. Thank you. Lettered please. Box, where you lettered your box <laughs> on film. Yes, and we'll do your radio commercials <laughs> yes. as well. Your podcast commercials. Yeah. Hey. Just give us the copy. Hit us up. All right. Okay. Uh, Midwestern farm boy reluctantly becomes a, a member of the undead when a girl he meets turns out to be part of a band of southern vampires. Who roam the highways in stolen cars. And who's in this? Uh, we got Adrian Pazdor as Caleb. Uh, Jenny Wright as May. Uh, Lance Hendrickson as uh, Jesse Hooker. Bill Paxton as Severin. Jeanette Goldstein as Diamondback. And a little guy named uh, Joshua John Miller as Homer. Homer don't, as... Don't many, call me Boner. Many of you may not know, it was actually a member of Leonardo DiCaprio's Pussy Posse um, back in the day. Um, he was a member of that, so just so you guys know. And he's a little kid. And if you don't know who was part of that Pussy Posse... Look just, it up online. It's very interesting. Yes. Uh, it's a great story. There's actually a bunch of good stories about it. Leo, um, you're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> um, Before so, he was saving the earth, he was... Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. We love you, Leo. We, you know... We we don't love anyone actually. We think you're all disgusting, but we like your work, your art. You know, you're all, um, you're all right, I guess. No, no, but um, you know, and let's talk about yeah. We're I mean, we're just kidding. Um, we're let's talk about this cast, and yeah. you know, Catherine Bigelow at the time was married to James Cameron, right? Yes, and so. Is. Uh, this crew is made up of aliens. Crew. Yeah. So yeah, if you don't know who Jeanette Goldstein was, she was a. Uh, was it? Ah, damn, I forgot her name. And uh, it was wasn't it like some like generic like uh, like Mexican last yeah, name? Yeah, it was. Like it was like a. Or Sanchez. Latin. Yeah. Like like a, I think it was like Sanchez or yeah, something like she's that. She's like no, it wasn't Sanchez. It was like uh, Ruiz. I don't know. Yeah, I mean something. it doesn't matter. So yeah, she's like the tough like. You know, army person and Bill Paxton. Obviously, he was. You remember him, and of course, Lance Hendrickson from. He was the the robot. Yeah, yeah, he's the new robot. The new robot. Right, yeah, yeah, and like he's in like he's in all of them. Like he's like the creator, kind of right of like uh, the whole like alien thing. I'm not like sure. His, like, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know much about the uh, alien franchise. I was just trying to make that connection because, yeah, because uh, yeah, James, and then they also have. It's also in the. Says aliens in the billboard when they walk by a movie theater. Mm, it's playing okay. at a movie theater. Cool. So they're just you know yeah. they're trying they were trying to make that connection. Bigelow is married yeah. to Cameron. They're divorced now. Thank God. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm yeah. just kidding. I don't know. I don't. I, I it's a, love <laughs> never dies, but I guess it does. It does because yeah. if you're not a vampire, it's gonna die. You yeah. know. 
But yeah, I mean, Near Dark is like one of those, I don't know, it was shown to us by a friend of ours who we mentioned before, Aaron Garone. He's probably not listening, but <laughs> but yeah. Hopefully, maybe he'll know that. Uh, maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe he'll he doesn't care what we have to say about Near Dark. He's the one who showed it to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are you bringing it to the collection, baby? Just uh, kidding. Yeah. Uh, I know why. Yeah, because it's a vampire film, and it's not like you know, it's not Lost Boys. What has good as great as Lost Boys is, like you know, it's another. It's a vampire film that's still kind of swept under the rug, sort of. You know, like even when it came out on Blu-ray, like maybe like ten years ago, it kind of like was trying to cap, like a uh, kind of capitalize on that like Twilight vampire crap. Mm. You know, where mm-hmm. it, they made their eyes all like you know twinkly and stuff, and their skin or their skin or whatever it was. You know. Like there's like a weird blue air cover with like Caleb's face and it's all like sparkly. You know, ah, right? got you. Remember? Like, I, I don't remember seeing that, but that sounds crazy. Yeah, uh, they actually went. I went to go see it at like the ArcLight at like some like special screening, and Lance Hendrick- Hendrickson was there and he was talking crap about that cover, you know, and like <laughs> trying to like you know like trying to like you know this is a vampire movie and like all and telling like all these stories about it and stuff, which are like probably on this DVD too because I remember seeing other stuff about it like. Because Bill Paxton wanted them to do it, and like Lance Hendrickson wasn't really down for it. He's like a vampire movie, like oh, that's stupid. And he's like, no, no, this is different. Like it's like this other director, like she's doing it, and blah blah blah. Like you know, they really like he had to really sell it to them to like for them to be in it, you know. And I think that's, I mean, Bill Paxton wasn't wrong, you know. Like Catherine Bigelow, like you don't know who she is. Obviously, she did Point Break, uh, The Hurt Locker, uh, What uh, Strange Days. What else? Did she, uh, uh, Zero Dark Thirty Zero Dark or Thirty? She, that's what I think. Would, no, she won for Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker, but she got nominated back, for you know? yeah, yeah. Zero Dark Thirty. Um, that Detroit is like I think her last. Oh movie. yeah, the, yeah, Detroit. The, I was gonna say the Detroit, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, like she's, I mean, it sucks. Like this is like with all like, you know, like women filmmakers, they barely get to make anything. Like, or they don't have like as many opportunities as to consistently make a film you know it's always like few right. and far between you know yeah and uh, and i feel like because a lot of people i can see um it, it doesn't like uh so it's like a, a western like a vampire western in a way yeah. and that's why it's like a lot different i mean there's probably are some that are like like sort of like that but this is feels like that's why this is why this feels different to me because it feels like it's from a perspective of like the you know it's not big city vampires it's not like you know, these Transylvanian vampires. It's literally just there's vampires everywhere and they're just these little, like, kind of shit kicker vampire people. Yeah, it's like, the, yeah, they're, the, they're this weird, like, you know, like, uh, not mob, but like, just like, a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, nomads, you know? Like, where, like, yeah, they're just, like, going through. Gypsies. Like, you know, I hate that word. Okay. But, but nomads. Nomads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nomads. That's what they're called know, in Dracula. Are they? Yeah, and in, in, the, in Bram Stoker's, he calls all his little minions gypsies. Mm. That's then. This is now. Yeah, yeah. They, but, they yeah. evolved to nomads. Yeah. But, you know, like, um, it's like, it just like this different element. Like, yeah, it's this, like, you know, kind of like this, like, it really starts off really, like, lovey-dovey kind of, like, you know, like, are you just kind of, like, hitting on some chick or whatever, like, you know, and, like, kind of, like, I don't know, just hang out in the night or whatever, like, you know, just trying yeah, to make it, out. You yeah, know? it's a nice meet cute. Yeah. At right. the beginning, and it becomes something else, you know, like you meet like these people that she's with and like how they're all like kind of like from different eras of time, you know, like and they're like stuck at the age, of course, that they were turned. Right. When they first you know? well, they were once they were bitten. But yeah, it's like it's like a different like, uh, you know, it's just like a different story about vampires. It's not like the typical like, you know, like, you know, Dracula or like even lost boys where like you know they have all these rules and stuff like that you know obviously there is but they're kind of just like i don't know you get it you know like obviously yeah. they can't get the sunlight they need right. blood to feed like you know like when caleb eats a candy bar it like it doesn't taste good like it's like when he's turned you know like and he's like dying the whole time like he needs blood and like he's like feels sick you know right it's a little more uh, ceremonial than most vampire movies are it just kind of gets it's, to the point it's, it's a little just, more nuanced you know like yeah. you kind of get that by the filmmaking you know and right. like her telling you the story like it's not just like her showing you the story not telling yeah. you right you know like and Catherine Bigelow like I mean if you've seen any of her movies you know she has like an eye for like you know just storytelling and getting things across like you know like in the act and getting performances from these actors too like you know this is like a great cast like uh adrian uh the guy who plays caleb like the, the kind of like midwestern farm boy like he's 
I don't know. He doesn't have a lot to say, but he, you know, you understand where he's coming from and like, you know, like how he's just kind of along for this ride, like taking along for this ride, you know, like, and uh, Jenny Wright is really great as May, like, you know, kind of like she's the one who turns him and stuff and like really like, you know, like she's, I don't know. I, I really haven't seen her in anything else. But, uh, I mean, yeah. Same you know? here. I mean, I know he was in, I know he was in that show Heroes. Oh he, uh, yeah. He plays the, the guy, one who yeah. fly. And yeah. uh, he plays the brother of uh, Milo Ventimila, I believe his name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah, you know, yeah, it, yeah. But um, yeah. So I what I I guess what I liked about his performance and her performance is that is that it is very much just that you know they're they're small town people. They don't yeah. they don't have much to say. You know, they yeah. all all they know is just much kind of, to do. Yeah, know? much to do, and that, that's what I'm saying yeah. because there's not much to do. They don't really have much to say, but to just be like, we got to drive out somewhere and yeah. just make Hang out and out look and, at things. You know, and show you my horse. Yeah, have some beers while we're <laughs> yeah. driving. Like you know, yeah. just stop in the middle of the road, do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. show you a horse. You yeah. know what I mean? And so it's like they, they, there's no need for like a bunch of scenes of like ceremonial, of, like you know, um, uh, what's his name, Lance Henriksen being like. If you drink this blood, you will become the vampire. And if you know now, you must stay out of the sun. And you yeah, got, you know, like, like this whole like holier than holy thing, like yeah. that aspect of like a vampire and stuff, where like the church is always in like, you know, the background or like showing you a cross or something, right. you know, yeah, like, yeah, or just like or some Van Helsing character, you know, like coming after you all the time, you know. Yeah, and like, like someone like explaining what's going on, these explaining are like, where it came from, explaining why it's there, explaining. They're you know like, I mean? yeah, they're like more bandits. Like the cops are after them. They always have to like yeah. change cars or like. And you know, it's like it's also the, their performances come through in the way that, it, that yeah, that's what they feel like. They feel like lost. These lost these souls, outlaws, these bandits, just like, sort of wandering around and like you know that's why Caleb I feel like is so willing to kind of eventually obviously because he's becoming a vampire but mm-hmm. so willing to kind of go with them because it's like he really starts to feel like oh that is a family like this is what a family is well he's just a lot like you know yeah he's, he's just yeah, exactly. a small town boy who doesn't really know yeah know and he much. thinks he's in love you yeah. know which i mean i guess he is because they end up together but you know what i mean like i you know he feels like he's in love yeah. with with may and she obviously is in love with him too yeah but yeah, that's he's so he's just like, well, I'm gonna go with them. I mean, I'm turning into a vampire. I'll just do this. You know, it's 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 not really um, yeah. I don't know. It feels more wholesome in a good way, and, and yeah. not in any kind of cheesy way. It feels like a real like you're really seeing these kind of small town lives. Yeah, and exactly. is that the vampire thing it's, is just kind of an added thing to it's that. It's not like you know, like Catherine Bigelow wasn't like harping on the horror aspect of right. like being a vampire and what comes with it. It's more showing these characters and like how they are and like and another thing too is that they're not rich you know they're just like they're like poor pretty much they're like uh, like i don't know quote unquote white trash kind of you know yeah they don't have nice big long red moo-moos that yeah. they can walk around or in. They, clo- like these yeah, clothes they sleep like, in filth yeah. yeah and they just like roam around like and they're roaming around like what i've said plenty of times sorry but anyway like yeah it's just like a whole different yeah it's a whole different you're telling aspect. me they've been roaming around <laughs> <laughs> it's just a whole different aspect to the whole like vampire lore you know like it's not it doesn't always have to be like you know like these ceremony like you know like ho- like holier than thou kind of things or like you know like jesus christ is coming after like jesus, the lord and jesus christ compels you or whatever that saying is you know like yeah or just like you know mm-hmm. like as good as the lost boys is or just yeah. like come on michael drink it like you know it's yeah not, it's you like can a- almost like take the vampire aspect out of it and it'd still be a good movie you know yeah they didn't even want him as a vampire it's sort of like that it's literally just like you said like it's just like a bunch of bandits going around if you took the the vampire aspect out of it and they just some new guy that falls in love with this girl and then he's just like can't do it you know he can't do the things they want you know what i mean but also and and then you know and then it makes it goes into that western aspect it has that great showdown at the end with him and like you know with him and all of them and stuff like Mm -hmm. that that's what it feels like it really feels like a western it's just like down this empty street you know they're just yeah i really loved all the backgrounds like them just in like the like you know the farm fields and just seeing the background like the like the midwest and stuff like that it just like it really brought like this really beautiful aspect to the whole like or like just like you know different kind of like yeah just different feeling to like uh you know like a vampire story or like yeah it's not in the big city it's not in like europe or something like that it's in like middle america like the flyover states and it's just like and there's always something beautiful about seeing that kind of like those fields and stuff like that. Yeah, like seeing a, kind of the dusty, like yeah, kind of like uh, a different time. You yeah, know? like like that's kind of like you know going away with all everything just being built like on top of everything. And another great you know? thing, and the thing we we're talking about with texture from uh, 
Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula on Mars mm-hmm. is how <laughs> this one is also the same thing where you can feel the, like the smokiness of those rooms that they're in because everyone's always smoking and you can yeah. really feel like the dust just kind of like in the air from you know yeah just, it's almost it, like a blood simple you know oh like, yeah, yeah that yeah, feeling yeah. that kind of where they're it's at just you know hot. Like, it's just you feel yeah. it you're just like oh I Their know clothes that are so grimy yeah. and dirty like you know you just feel like the soot in like in the bar they go to and like you know like take it over and like kill everyone and stuff like which that. is which is a great scene which is a scene that I, and i'm not you know i've seen this film before and i've seen it i would say probably like three times before uh this next time yeah. that we've seen that i watched it today mm-hmm. and i gotta say i never really thought this before but that scene right there is obviously one of the best scenes in the film the bar scene mm-hmm. but it literally should have won bill paxton an oscar mm-hmm. i mean he's like really good in that just like yeah. really charming Really just disgusting, yeah. really just violent, but really just fun. A lovable I mean, piece of shit. Yeah, know? just like, really lovable still. Yeah. Like, you're just like, I mean, you kind of feel for those people because they're innocent in a way, but at the same time, you're just like, well, whatever. He just seems like he's having fun. This yeah. seems like it's right, <laughs> you know? And it's just, yeah, it's less, uh, like, I don't like the way that, like, Lance Hendrickson and that, and um, the, you know, what's her name? Um, uh, Jeanette, Jeanette Goldstein. Goldstein. When she, the way they killed a waitress. That's really uh, like it didn't feel fun or like anything. That felt like really gross and horrible. But then when it like was because like yeah, like I had forgotten. I was like, why does he just want the glass? And then like when they kill, like they slit her throat and yeah, just like puts a there. glass under the under her neck, you know, to give to May, you know, because she needs blood or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, it just like I don't know. That was a cool. That was pretty cool though. It was <laughs> cool, was but it, like, it just <laughs> didn't feel like as fun and charming as bill paxton yeah, was able yeah. to make him when he's just killing people mm-hmm. uh it, as you know as well yeah, as he like does and getting... i think that's like a really great talent right there mm-hmm. you know you got to really be a really great actor to kind of be able to make a character like that you know mm-hmm. uh, lovable and fun and to be like oh man like mm-hmm. he's like the face of the movie essentially he's not yeah, he necessarily is, the main yeah. character but he really is the face but of he really film. ate up the scenery in a good way you yeah know? like yeah, he yeah. just really like steals the show for sure like when it when yeah, he feels screen. like a real character like a mm-hmm. three-dimensional character not this this flat yeah. kind of leather jacket wearing cool vampire yeah. guy you know there's like more to him it feels like you yeah. know you don't get a bunch of backstory to him which you don't need but you can still feel that there's something there except to that time he started that fire in uh, chicago where <laughs> <laughs> just says little things like yeah, that like, i mean you know it has like little 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 lines like that that are just sort of that you can tell they were just like right dubbed in after you yeah. know because you don't see them actually say it yeah it's just, yeah. It's just like yeah we need something yeah we got to fill in yeah. this yeah I remember. I remember when I first heard that line. I was like, "Oh, that was kind of cool." But yeah, when I saw it today, I was like, "Oh, that's stupid." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's just pointless. Yeah. It's, I mean, I guess it's to show that they've been in a bunch of different places. But it's just but it's we just know one that. of those weird history thing. Like, oh, it's kind of cool. Like you know, yeah, yeah. Like in uh, the Many Saints of uh, Sopranos. Or that's whatever. what I mean. That's what it felt like. It felt like well, the Many Sopra- Saints of Newark is just all that. Yeah, just them saying stuff like that to remind you of Sopranos. It's like, oh, but, they're gonna shoot that president if he doesn't. Yeah, blah. but this but, was like, I guess it was like a little cute joke. Oh, the Chicago fire. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, the Chicago fires was such a cute time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very cute thing they said the Chicago Is that what fires. Detroit? Oh, no, never mind. That's Detroit. Never mind. Yeah, yeah no. Sorry. They said Chicago, right? Yeah, Chicago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking, I was trying to correlate them somehow. But yeah. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, and this is, and another reason, you know, and, and I'm kind of, you know, right off the bat, I'll just say that it's going to get in. Like, I don't oh. think there'd be any reason why it wouldn't. Because um, Nightneck is going to come after but you. I, don't let it in. <laughs> but I will say that, you know, it, it is necessary because it's not really, you can't stream it anywhere. It's not, um, it's not available to, I don't even think, rent on like Apple or something. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's anywhere right now. I mean, obviously there is versions of it that you can buy. Yeah. But I, I'm saying. I mean, yeah, we watched the, the DVD version I've had for like ever you know yeah and it's like a kind of a deluxe like edition you know it has like a bunch of like special features and stuff but yeah i mean it'd be nice to have something it cleaned up and like really preserved and like it sucks that bill paxton is passed away and can't like you know kind of look back on it again you know like after all these years and like that's true and then Catherine bigelow having her resurgence kind of like right now like sort of like been, it's been going i mean it kind of fell off and, and i know? don't mean that in like is she like is, that she's not doing good i just mean like you know unfortunately again like you said she just doesn't get to make enough films yeah you yeah, know exactly. like she should probably be putting one i'm sure she could probably yeah. put one out every other year but, but yeah. she doesn't it's like yeah. it's really few and far between mm-hmm. so it'd be nice if she got like a resurgence and they yeah. just like let her make a bunch of stuff yeah i mean yeah. it was like kind of like yeah when the hurt locker it was kind of coming back but yeah you know, that was a while ago. it was a while ago that but, was a while I mean, ago <laughs> yeah it was already like yeah 10 years ago right like yeah but uh i mean like 
I mean, this is like an early film of hers, right? Like, I forget what she did before. I, damn, I don't remember. But anyway, but like. We don't do you know, research like, here. Yeah. People. But I mean, right. Criterion. I we don't go know, from the like, gut. Criterion, why don't you release this damn film? Yeah. You know, I mean, like, it, or, it completely makes sense. Again, because, you know, you she is somebody who I feel like all her films obviously are going to get preserved in some way. Yeah. And people, because, you know, unfortunately, because of the lack of so many, you know, female directors putting out films, uh, you know, she is. You know, when a lot of people want to make a list and they're like, should I got to include a female director? She's like the person they add because they know that she did Point Break and yeah. they know that she did The Hurt Locker. Yeah. But, you know, there's so much more to her besides those two films, even though those two films, in my opinion, are great. Yeah, um, I mean, like Point Break should be in the Criterion Collection. That's of course. Like a, and that's what I'm saying. I feel know? like it, it uh, hopefully eventually it will be, you know, but this one, I feel and like she it, doesn't even have any films. in. The she does not. Right? No, not at this point. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And a near dark would be a great addition to that because not, yeah, not only is it a great horror western, but it's actually done well. Yeah, it's actually done well. It's actually got more substance to it than I think. You know, it's not trying to be cool. It's not trying to be um, too like overly sexy or cool. But it still has that there, obviously. Yeah, it does, but it, but definitely. it's it's more so. Um, it's got again that wholesomeness. It's got a heart. You know, it's mm-hmm. got more heart there than anything. And even though there is some heart in Francis Ford Coppola's film, you know, there is that heart. There is that love story. It is. To me, I, I really just really just enjoyed the kind of uh, adventure of it, just going through the, just of him, them figuring out how they're going to fight Dracula, you know? Yeah. Where here, as much as I did enjoy the Western part in that Western showdown at the end, it was never really about, oh, like, you know, how's he going to kill them? It really is about the love story. It's about, like, him saving his family. Him yeah, where are they his... going to go? Like, yeah. what are they going to, like, what's going to happen to them? Like, yeah, know, yeah. Like, are they going to run away or, like, you know, like, what like the whole like you know like is this gonna like tear them all apart you right know? yeah what's gonna happen yeah what what you know, you know what's gonna happen with the love story between may and uh and homer and homer <laughs> yeah <laughs> is homer is homer gonna get what he deserves <laughs> and he does little shit yeah. little weasel yeah <laughs> i can't believe that guy like turned may how did he get close enough to her neck what was she uh, what was she thinking to let that I little kid get close to her neck I have no he's idea. dirty i can't imagine he wasn't dirty then <laughs> Dirty little boys. Keep yeah. those dirty little kids away from me. I'm telling you. <laughs> They're vampires. Yeah. yeah He's so, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kristen Dunst from. Uh, oh, that's uh, right. Interview, interview with, with Vampire. vampire you know, yeah, because like, yeah. she gets turned with, like, when she's, she's a young. Girl, yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. That'd be like crazy. That's funny. Just like, you know, seeing like a little kid vampire because they're just going to be that age forever. That's so yeah. strange. But that's immortality, folks. If you want it, get, get, the, get your neck ready because uh, the night neck's out. And he's looking for some blood to suck. But we aren't. We don't do that. Yeah. It's wrong. And we don't think you should do it either. Uh, we just we don't enjoy like it. watching it, you know? Yeah, we just enjoy watching especially if it's done as well as these two films are. Yeah. And again, Catherine Bigelow, she is a fantastic woman director. We need to get her. No, I'm sorry. She's just a fantastic director. I don't even know why I added that part. But she's just a fantastic she's a director in person, general. Yeah. And she needs to get into the collection more women directors need to get into the collection because again we we need to get all these damn fools out here who think there's just one woman director in the whole world (laughs) and let them know that okay yeah you know Catherine bigelow well do you know near dark do you know the older stuff do you mean just no point break you know we're trying to spread the word because near dark not only i think needs better artwork than what you're showing me here with this dvd yeah. Um, it needs something double disc DVD. Yeah, it needs something. It just needs, like you yeah, said, it's it, just kind of. It's like, got. It's, I wouldn't say it's not getting that, a resurgence, but it, it needs has, another kick in the butt where people are just like gonna get well, into it. Like again, it's like you one know? of those things where like all these like you know like these like uh, '80s films and like these culty films like uh, they're getting like they get like cool artwork now from like all these other people that love these films and stuff, or, right. or maybe we're just commissioned by like something you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. like really like. But I've never seen any near dark like kind of like stuff, i might have um you know, like, i think a lot of it came out especially once bill paxton passed away i saw a lot really? of near dark yeah. stuff yeah yeah i i can't remember i have i really don't remember seeing anything really like you know other than that picture of him with the glasses and like you know like the ray-bans and stuff like that but that's that's like a like a, a promo photo i think though yes but like you know like i don't know i really haven't seen like much like near dark artwork or like you know like something where it's like you know where it's like being praised and stuff and like kind of brought back to life and to like you know the light of everything especially i mean 
this is a cult film for sure. Like, you know, no one like yeah, really yeah, talks I'm, about this. And also, like, I'm, I, I think, yeah, I feel, I'm pretty sure a lot of people like it, yeah. right? I'm just, yeah, I'm just kind yeah. of saying more Where mainstream. Where are you, people? <laughs> more mainstream uh, people so they have access to kind of see yeah. it. Um, yeah, and then this is an old DVD from Anchor Bay. Yeah. You know, like, it's not even It's on, not like out on Shout or anything? Arrow No, something? they don't. No? Yeah, that's really weird that that's, it's not on one of those, you know? Hmm. Well, now's your trans like, criterion. Now's yeah. your damn chance. We Nab both said up. yes, and again, we've tried not to press you guys, but you guys haven't been really listening. Uh, so <laughs> we let's need you get to listen. On it. <laughs> we need <laughs> you to put these things in. We're not just doing this for the fun of it. <laughs> We're trying to get these films going. We're trying to get them in there because we, you know, we know you guys love putting films in this shit and yeah. making them look good. And if this came out on Criterion, this is a day one buy. Yeah, absolutely. I don't care about a sale or whatever. I'm Wouldn't paying even, full price. You hear that criterion? Mono's gonna pay full full price for this, yeah. and that's 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 a luxury you're never gonna have again. Yeah. All right, so put it out. It deserves to be in there. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Um, I'm Jordan Garcia. You can find me at Young Jane Fonda on Instagram. You can also follow the Criterion Cult Pod at Criterion Cult Pod on Instagram at Criterion Cult on Twitter. And we're doing 31 Days of Halloween as well. We're, yeah. we're, we got we got a list up there on Instagram that you can follow along with us if you'd like. Uh, yeah. We'll be in the thick of it once this episode's out. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure exactly what. I gotta but, watch Idle Hands right now. <laughs> I mean, we're yeah, we're gonna be we're we're watching we're watching horror flicks, which is something I usually would never do, um, yeah. especially like you know 31 Days of them. Yeah, I'm uh, but I'm having a lot of fun actually with I'm it. I'm surprised Jordan watched Saul. <laughs> I'm surprised I did it too. I almost I honestly was trying to figure out a way that I can say that I watched it and not really had seen it but i you know it wasn't too crazy anyway mondo where can we find you yeah you can find me at save underscore mondo on all those socials and including letterbox oh that's right our new sponsor for the criterion film cult podcast look me up jordan garcia on letterbox as well i'm actually uh i'm actually doing the 31 days of halloween on there as well oh yeah so you can check out yeah doing little reviews i am doing i'm I'm writing up reviews i'm trying to you know i'm trying to get some content we got to put content on there mark zuckerberg tried to shut us down and he's yeah we got we got to find other platforms that yep Mm-hmm. Uh, to you know communicate on you know hell you hell yeah hell you hell, hell you, you hell yeah <laughs> we're going to hell is baby is that one of the films of the 31 days <laughs> hell you <laughs> i think one of no no i'm just kidding uh we love vampires yeah thank you so much for yes. listening <laughs> i wish i was a vampire because love never dies talk to you guys next time join the cult